You're listening to Once, episode 249, Last Rites, Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Aaron. And we just finished watching this episode last right. So these are our initial reactions. We're going to be a bit all over the place. And wow. Yeah, especially tonight, we're going to be all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be the first to say, yes, I think I cried a little from this episode. I definitely had some emotion brewing. There were some some major feels in this episode. From the beginning, when they were kind of focusing on Robin and certain things that he was saying and his saying to Regina, you are my future. And I came into this without a plan. I, I knew right away, Robin's dead. Oh, I never <laughs> thought that. <laughs> and. Aww. I didn't think Hook would stay dead. Now, my theory proved wrong in the last episode when I thought it would be that the Ambrosia was still testing Hook and he passed the test by letting Emma go. And so the Ambrosia would bring him back from the dead. But no, Zeus did. Okay, so so one of the Greek gods brought him back. Okay. You're okay with that? Well, (laughs) if anyone is going to do it, a god doing it, Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was like, even at the end, like I, I had a lot of feelings in this episode, like I said, but even at the end, like I, I thought it would have made more sense, even with the laws of magic to bring Robin back because we didn't really know what happened and the crystal could have been misconstrued as this, this thing. And it would have been easy to just pop right away, then bring him back but um, I guess he's the one who's really dead, and now Hook is back again. And I'm wondering if that's going to cause any resentment between Emma and Regina. I hope not. But, um, oh, so sad. Yeah. And uh, just that moment, the, the several moments in this episode, the, the goodbyes, the emotions. Mm-hmm. The sister moment was really endearing after when they were both grieving together. Um, The funeral scene, ah, that was very emotional. And the arrows, that was very appropriate. Mm. I felt bad when I saw little Roland. Yeah. And, And naming the baby Robin. How fitting. I thought they would go for the spelling R-O-B-Y-N, but in the subtitles, it was R-O-B-I-N. But that can still be the girl's version of the name as well. Yeah, I know. I know. I know girls with both both spellings. I, I did see that coming as soon as they were kind of discussing the name, but uh, it's good. It's a good name. It's a, it's a girl's name, too. So it works very well. It's going to get confusing if any of the other characters ever come back because now there's there's Neil and there's Robin, and I'm sure there's going to be, you know, <laughs> somebody else. Arthur. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the babies are being named after dead people. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I was a little annoyed when Arthur was back so soon in this episode. And then I guess he served a purpose for sure. And I do really like how they're kind of maybe potentially redeeming his character in the underworld. Yeah. I wonder if they had that planned from the beginning, his being a ruler of a broken kingdom and that broken kingdom being the underworld. I thought if they didn't plan that from the beginning, what a clever way to bring him in and bring some resolution to his character. Yeah, very clever. And I, I, that's okay. If he wants to rule that broken kingdom, that's totally fine with me. Yeah. I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of him. And I, I think I called him out as evil pretty early on. It was great to see Merida again in this episode. Yeah. When I first saw her, I was kind of surprised and I had to think back and it's, it's been a while, but I do remember that she was in Storybrooke. I was like, was she, did she even come to Storybrooke? And then I remember she was like the puppet of the dark one. Yeah. Yeah, and help Rumple get his courage back. And now, thanks, Merida. You've got this evil dark one now with the 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 Olympian crystal, or half of it anyway. And he has his courage, thanks to you, Merida. Everyone in the chat room, I think you included, had commented on the dust. Like, take that <laughs> dust. It's probably good for something. And uh and then um when we saw him kind of walking up to it, I'm like, I knew it. I knew it. there was, but it's not the dust. It's the, it's the crystal. Just like, it's not the quill. It's the ink. Yeah. <laughs> so Rumple is clearly the bad guy. And I think maybe even setting up to be the bad guy for season six. And, and I'm okay with that because I always thought he made a cool, mysterious, dark, cunning villain, a great villain. But at the same time, there was this part of me that wanted to see him have his happy ending, the rum bell, all of that stuff as well. But he's he's even calling this now his kingdom, which is a little scary. Yeah. Without Bell to kind of reign in the darkness, he might be a very scary villain. He's always had that humanity side to him in the past when we've seen him as kind of the villain i always say kind of because it's always him and somebody else it's hardly ever just been him but without bell to kind of neutralize his evil without him trying like he's made it very clear he's not going to change for her and that's almost a scary shift in him if that's where he goes with this. So he could be a, a new kind of villain, even though he's the same villain that we've seen through all five seasons. Right. And now a much, much more powerful villain. So maybe mm-hmm. the final battle that he foresaw back in season one is actually between the savior and himself. Yeah, I could see that. I'm not going to let go of this final battle. thing. I'm pretty hung up on that line of the pilot as well. So in order to defeat Rumple, then, we're going to need a lot of heroes. And you know what? We have some heroes on our side. And those are you, our wonderful supporters of the podcast. We could not do this podcast without you. So maybe this podcast will be like that Olympian crystal and defeat the darkness forever. And you are our heroes that help make that possible. So for this episode, I'd like to thank Lisa Slack and David Newland and our 32 heroes on Patreon. Thank you very much. We really appreciate your support of the podcast. You bring things together even faster than Hades can assemble a broken crystal. You make the podcast possible episode after episode. 
And we love getting to share the bloopers and some other bonuses with you through Patreon. So if you want to support the podcast, go to oncepodcast.com slash hero. And we recently published some more bloopers from our latest couple episodes of the podcast. And there's some fun bloopers. I think you'll really like them. So go to oncepodcast.com slash hero to become a hero to the podcast, get exclusive access to nice bonuses and fun things and more. That's at oncepodcast.com slash hero. And thank you for your support. I cringed when I saw Rumple bang his his cane down on the table in front of Mo because that was I don't know how even years later I don't really know how to describe that scene of Rumple beating the life out of Mo French in Skin Deep in season one. Yeah, and, and the music at that time was the music that just. It sounded like crying. And so it was very fitting for that scene back in Skin Deep. And it was so, so disturbing of a scene. And then see here Rumpel. At first, I wondered, why does Rumpel have his cane? And then when he pounded that down, that to me, kind of, that's the moment when I, I knew for sure Rumpel is not coming back. There is no hero left in him. There is no pure heart. He, I don't know what his heart is right now, if he even has one. No, there's a theory. Maybe he pulled his heart out and that's why he's doing all of these bad things. And maybe that's why his true love's kiss couldn't wake Bell. But that aside, I think that he he's totally villain. And reminding Mo of that, oh, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen right there. <laughs> yeah, I remember cringing even in Manhattan when he grabbed his cane in such a way, Emma was saying, you don't have magic here. And he said, oh, I don't need magic. And he grabbed his cane. And I remember cringing then. Oh, yeah. Just thinking like, oh, my goodness, is he going to beat up Emma? Like, it, it was such a worldly thing, not a magic thing. Because he did that as a, you know what I mean? Like, he did that as a human, not as a whatever he is, not as a dark one. Because in, in season one, in Skin Deep, he wasn't, the curse wasn't even broken yet. Yeah. He he's cunning. He is dark. He is selfish. Uh, I mean, all of these characteristics do make a great villain, but we've seen that villain go from seemingly redeemed back to being a villain, and, and now even even deeper than before. Yeah, he's. I agree with you. He's totally gone. I'm really curious to see some of the screenshots of other things from this episode that we'll dig into in our upcoming full discussion on Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time at oncepodcast.com slash live. Uh, a couple of the things I want to see are what were the words on the pages that told of Hades' weakness, as well as I thought for a moment maybe we saw someone's face in that, that spirit that came out of the River of Souls. Oh, really? And so I want to see, is that a face we recognize? I could be completely wrong, but I thought I saw maybe someone's face. So we'll go back, get a screenshot of that, see if it was anyone we recognize. I'm glad that they explained that, oh, that's never happened before, but maybe things are changing because Hades is gone. Yeah, that could be. I, I was confused why it didn't make Arthur turn into a lost soul. Because yeah. technically the water was touching him, but... well. 
yeah, <laughs> spirit yeah. in the water. Spirits I did, I are saw... affected by fire, but not they apparently aren't wet. So, <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I did like the book uh, twist. It reminded me a lot. I'm sure that Jacqueline will bring this up as well. And I heard in an, one of the previous podcasts that I wasn't on, they talked about Charmed and Buffy. And I was like, oh, it's not just me that talks about that in this podcast. But um, the book thing reminded me of in Charm, the Book of Shadows, the dead relatives used to update the book. And sometimes the ink would still be wet from them, their spirits coming to update this the book in Charmed that kind of told them everything. Um, or they would turn it, the wind, but it was really their spirit would turn it to the right page for them. So it was kind of cool that Hook was able to communicate through the book. Yeah. A little bit of a stretch, maybe, but then again, yeah, for sure. <laughs> if you subscribe to the theories that were presented in the movie Gravity, then apparently only two things can expand across universes. One is gravity and the other is love. There you so go. Hook used love to influence gravity to turn the pages. Whoa, we just got sci-fi on you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I assumed the book just turned the pages. Yeah, that could be too. I mean, the book is an entity in and of itself. So that's what I assumed was happening there. Just Hook passing the message through the books, through the realms, kind of is what reminded me of of the charmed phenomenon. Yeah. So we have two episodes left, but they're being aired on the same day. So we have a two-part season finale coming up on the next episode of Once Upon a Time. So make sure that you are ready with your DVRs, with your viewing times, your schedule, everything cleared so that you can start watching Once Upon a Time an hour early. It starts at 7 or 6 central. And make sure that you are ready. We'll have our initial reactions after that at our normal time. We will love having that discussion because... It seems like they wrapped up a lot of story in this episode, a lot of the plot lines and such. So I think that the next episode will really be about not wrapping up stories, but giving us a cliffhanger for season six. Yes, for sure. And that's a pattern they've been using for the last couple seasons now, making the season finale something that's really a story in and of itself, a miniature story two-parter story, and then something that, that really gets us looking forward to the next season. And it may be just that one little clip at the end of the episode that is the teaser for the next season. We'll see. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So we want your feedback on this episode of Once Upon a Time, Last Rites. And please send us your thoughts and theories about this episode, Last Rites, from Once Upon a Time. And we'd love to incorporate those into our upcoming full discussion of this episode when we record the podcast live on Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern at oncepodcast.com slash live. To send us your feedback, go to the show notes for this episode at oncepodcast.com slash 249. Scroll down to the bottom. You can comment there or you can get our email address, our phone number, our voice feedback system. It's all there in the show notes at oncepodcast.com slash 249, as well as a bunch of sharing buttons. So you can tweet this episode. You can Facebook it. You can Google Plus it. You can Reddit it. You can share it on all kinds of other social networks and share it with your friends and family. And that's a wonderful way that you can give back to the podcast. Even if you can't support us financially, you can share the episodes and that's a great way to support the podcast. So go to oncepodcast.com slash 249 for our feedback information and to share this episode with others. 
In the meantime, connect with us on Twitter at Once Podcast, and I'm Daniel J. Lewis on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. I'm Aaron, and I'm on Twitter at Aaron J. Cruz. Be sure to send us in your feedback before Wednesday afternoon on the day that we'll be recording our full discussion, and we'll have Jeremy and Jacqueline back for that. And until next time, we'll do whatever we have to. And thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our heroes for supporting this episode of the podcast. If you would like to be a hero too and get exclusive access to stuff like our bloopers and early access to spoilers and more, please go to oncepodcast.com slash hero. And thank you for your support.